Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <laughs> You gave me your prowess the very next day. You pulled them away. Welcome, everybody, to episode 12 of the Kitchen Garden Podcast. As you can tell, we're getting a little bit merry on the mold wine. Um, we're sitting in the kitchen garden shed. We've just finished putting up our decorations, if you can just picture this. Emma's just thrown another log on the on the wood burner, so we're, we're nice and warm. Um, we've had... We've had uh, Tony out clearing the snow up to the up to the door <laughs> <laughs> over the plot, and, and we're just here to look at the next edition of Kitchen Garden. Um, for that, we're, we're looking forward to our Christmas dinner. Mm. Um, We've got something that we're growing on the plot that we can harvest for our Christmas dinner. Well, I've got some very um, monster-looking parsnips. Oh, very good. Why monster? Monster in terms of not very straight. Oh, not enormous. Well, just all gnarled. Odd looking. Odd looking. I'm afraid they didn't uh, grow properly downwards. Well, we're still going to have them. Chop them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good idea. Oh, lovely. Well, I've got some sprouts on the go. Um, put them on the boil a few months ago, oh, and they're, they're coming nicely. Coming sprouts. Nicely. Got an interesting few facts about sprouts. Oh, have you? <laughs> I think you <laughs> should detail. share them. Apparently, the heaviest sprout ever grown was eight point three kilograms. That's a cabbage. That's a, that's a, that's a cabbage. That's not <laughs> somebody with bad eyesight. <laughs> I think you're right. That was it. And apparently, the area of Brussels sprout fields in the UK is equivalent to over three thousand football pitches. Good lord. No, I'd find it hard to believe because I mean, not a lot of people. Well, that's better than some of the football sprouts, teams you watch. <laughs> yes. Watching, yeah. a, watching a field full of sprouts. A few, a few years ago, apparently, they actually um, powered a Christmas tree lights using Brussels sprouts. So what yeah, do you do? Yeah, a group of scientists got together with some school children, and they inserted little uh, zinc and copper filaments into sprouts. I think they needed, um, I don't know how many they needed, they needed about um, five power cells with about 200 sprouts in each. And it was enough power to light up um, Christmas tree. Wow. Right. Why didn't they just plug it into the mains? Energy, well, energy problem solved. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Some people have got too. far too much time on it. Well, I think for, as far as I'm concerned, that's the best thing for a sprout, really. <laughs> yes, I agree. They are shocking. Yeah, so I, I won't be having sprouts on my Christmas plate. No, unfortunately, I wouldn't oh. be. But you can get the flower oh, sprout now. It's the new flower sprout. Well, yeah. it's been on, on the market a few years, which looks like a normal Brussels sprout That's plant. Right. 
but the actual sprouts are not solid buttons. They look like little um, sort of Leaf. blown sprouts, aren't they? Like mm, little mini right. cabbages yes. on the, on the yeah. winter. Uh, or little kales, and it is a cross. I think it's a hybrid with a kale. Mm, uh, and that's right. Uh, and they are actually they are nice. Yeah, I, like I like those better, mm. better than the um, sprouts. Yeah, you tried some of it. Yeah, I've grown them and, and tried do them. Do they nice. taste less sprouty? Yes, I mean they're a bit mm. more kale-like, yes, so they're not yes. as sort of bitter. Mm-hmm. And, and I like them. Mm. Yeah. Right, give them a go so, next year. Yeah. 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 And potatoes, of course. And, well, uh, yes, that's yeah, really nice feature in, in Kitchen Garden this month uh, on Heritage Potatoes from Rob Smith, um, where he picks out some of his favourites. Um, takes a, with a little bit of history on the spud as well from the lumper, which was the old, well, the old Irish the old potato. potato yeah, you can actually, I think somewhere in Ireland you can actually buy them still. I reckon they're not that but nice. But they're apparently not very nice, are they? No, um, I mean, they were, bit, they were obviously grown because they were produced a big good potato that can yeah. feed people and mm. not very well but, shaped but, I don't think but these they days we, we go more for kind of connoisseur potatoes yes. with taste yeah. and yeah. looks yeah. and yeah. Yeah. yes so he's got uh, got some suggestions for perhaps some better ones here although it's still old some old varieties um, I love that uh, just the name of it Mr Little's Yefholm Gypsy that's right yeah that's right. yeah lovely yeah. colour too purple skinned yeah, that looks really interesting. That's really yeah. nice, yeah, yeah. Some that are a bit more familiar, maybe. We've got Belle de Fontenay mm. and International Kidney, mm. um, which from Epicure, much easier to, to buy to get on your plot. They can still buy a lot of these heritage varieties, there's some specialists around um, that still supply them. Some of his other favourites British Queen, King Edward, Aaron Victory. Mm. Nice selection there. Rat, yeah, rat. Yeah, nice. like I think that's the same as pink, pink. I've grown rat and I've grown mm. pink fir apple, which is very similar. But yeah. the pink fir apple and the knobbly ones, yes, and they're not easy to peel, but they're no. really nice flavour. But rat are that haven't got all the sort of knobbly bits and a little bit more smoother, mm. a bit easy to peel. They're kind of long, aren't they? They're sort of, I think, aren't they? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, didn't you grow some this year, too? Well, I did grow some pink fir apple, and um, I think we were filming, actually. <laughs> and I was saying, time. I'm just going to dig some up here. And I had, had uh, they've all been affected by blight, and I kept digging and digging. <laughs> you did find some later. I did though. find some. They were, they were That's six small. feet down, was it? Well, they're yeah. small. Yeah, they're not big. They're not big. They're not um, big. Potatoes. So I don't, I, you know, I didn't really properly have enough of them These to form any great judgments whether I like them or not. <laughs> but, but we'll try them um, again another year. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure how a lot of these might do for for blight, blight resistance. But it's important to keep the varieties going, isn't it? So you've got this sort of pool of. Oh, it's um, called a genetic material, genetic material, isn't it? yeah, so you can breed from them. He's not mentioned there's one like Shetland Black, isn't there, as well? Is that blue, oh, blue yeah. skin? Mm. There's a, there is a blue skin one, which, when you cook it, retains its blue colour. Yeah. So you actually have blue mash. I tried right, that, you yeah. know, with my, uh, my wife. She, she just couldn't get her head around eating it because of the inside looks. Oh, yes. no, it's not yeah. white. Blue it's food a, is wrong, it's silly, isn't it? It's fine, you know. Why but... do you eat blue food? <laughs> yeah, I've grown salad blue, and I know what you mean. It's, I think it was a salad blue, actually. Oh, yeah, salad blue, that's it's really quite vivid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think Shetland Black, it doesn't. I think it's white on the inside. Oh, I think that one is 
Yeah, it's a, blue skin. It was a salad blue now, what you say. Yeah. 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 But I mean, you can get a red one off. as well. I don't know what that was called, which, which does create red mash. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So you could have red, white, and blue. But you have green. to make that kind of psychological leap, don't you, to yeah. say, well, look, it's the taste, not that, not well, exactly. that you know, it's a different colour well, exactly. than what you normally expect. Yeah. Yes, close your eyes while you're eating. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. But it's worth trying a few of these. Yeah. It? So, New Year. New oh, Year's resolutions. Right. Has anybody got any New Year's resolutions they want to actually divulge? Or anything you want to grow next year? Well, I'm going to have a go at some crystal apple cucumbers because I just like the look of them. They're, they're mm. sort of round variety, which I've never grown before. Mm. Um, it's quite interesting in different varieties of cucumber. Um, I think... Both Steve and I have grown some blueberry blonde in previous years, but just like the look of them, apparently they're quite prolific and they're quite quite mm. small. And yeah. thought I'd give them a yeah. go. No, I'm sure they're lovely. I'm going to have a go at, and I don't know how you pronounce this, but I'm going to have a go at a choker or a chocha. Um, choker? Which is a, a choker. <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick. Um, and perhaps, perhaps someone could let me know how you do actually pronounce it. Um, we had a reader uh, write in to us recently um, telling us about it and how she'd grown them. Um, hers is a giant Bolivian a choke, a choker, a choker, a choker. A choker. So it's, it's a bit like a, a sort of cross between a squash and a cucumber really um, and you can stuff them and uh, do also, cook them in all sorts of ways so I'm, it's a climber so I'm going to give that a go and she was kind enough to send us some seeds so I'll stick oh. those in and uh, we'll share the plants out and see how we get on yeah. so that's what I'm going to do yeah. 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 Well, I'm going to have a go I think at tree spinach I've always fancied yeah. green oh, tree yeah. spinach only because it looks so pretty it's um, lovely sort of spiky leaves, green leaves, but it's got lovely pink tips to the growing shoots. Mm. It actually looked really nice in a flower border, I think. But it can grow yeah. up to, it can grow yeah. up to about eight foot. So oh, it's really, right. really tall. Um, and obviously, being called tree spinach, the leaves taste like spinach. <laughs> so, um, I thought you were going to say taste like trees. Like <laughs> 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 <Or> chicken. <laughs> chicken. Because <laughs> we start everything to taste so like spinach, doesn't it? Do you it? think you'll... You know, you'll pluck it. You know, you say it grows oh, well, really think, tall. I think you're supposed to. You're supposed to. <laughs> that's the chicken. No, I think you're supposed to pluck the leaves off when they're very young. Yeah. Because if you leave them to get quite old, they, they get, get a bit tough. tough. So, mm. so the young shoots and probably even the pinkish shoots, pink shoots, mm. would be the best. Um, if they're as good for you as spinach. I don't know. Um, possibly. I mean, it's um, its Latin name is Chenopodium giganteum. Mm. Name, isn't it? Yeah. Very good, well pronounced. I know, I thought that was quite I, I think it's related to Orac, isn't it? Orac. Oh, Did yeah. you say that, Orac? <laughs> oh, here we go, Orac. <laughs> Orac. Which you can get the lovely different colours of that green and deep yeah. purple. Deep purple ones. And that sells seeds everywhere. Mm. And that tastes like spinach. Apparently. Nice in tubs, that one. Hmm? It's a bit off nice the trap. tubs with your marigolds. It's a bit, a bit mm. off the trap, but I grew some asparagus peas and um, didn't find them very tasty, but they're beautiful. Mm. Ornamental plants would be lovely. lovely yeah, I've not heard anybody growing them that actually likes those yet. Yeah. Well, Pick them really but young, pretty, you, I think. Yeah, yeah but the, the flowers, flowers, yeah, lovely, yeah. Yeah, mm. grow them just for that. Yeah. It's orangey red. That's good. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, so mm. if you're look, looking for something new to grow, there's a, a feature in the magazine this month where we've gone through uh, some of the bigger catalogues 
seed catalogues and picked out uh, some nice varieties there because they come out with new ones every year and um, but it's nice to we've tried to, to pick out the ones which are our favorites to uh, to show you which we think are perhaps the best to, to try that tomato looks good artisan indigo pear drops that's a good name mm. isn't it? And lovely colour. It's a, like a little sort of plum oh, yeah. tomato, yellow, but with a sort of um, darker end to, like to the purpley, fruit. Purple, like a purpley yeah. end to the fruit. Shape, isn't it? Nice. Yeah. I think they go completely purple once they're fully ripe. They're quite interesting. Mm -hmm. That's some dobies. Mm, that's a nice one. That'd be a good one. I'm going to try, um, I'd like to try the Gazi F1, which is a, a new yellow beef steak. Which is mm. quite unusual. I've yeah. seen a yellow I've one before. It says here it can grow up to 12 ounces, 350 wow. grams. So uh, I'm one from a cheese and tomato sandwiches, so I think that I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll be growing some of those this year. This is a from DT Brown. Well, it's interesting from Johnson's, they've grown the Kalettes, which oh, is the, yeah. flat, oh, yeah, like the flower the sprout, sprouts. and they're calling yeah. them Kalettes, which is quite sweet because they look like little mini kale plants, don't mm, they? They do. And uh, there's another one called Kale Red Devil, which is a really pretty, uh, pretty creakly dark green leaved kale, but it's got lovely pink midribs mm. to, the, to the leaves, which is really pretty. They're doing a lot of breeding work in cows at the moment, and they're oh, sort of yeah. producing oh, a lot, so of, many different lot of different colours, mm. really colours, bright colours and, and amazing, and, um, mm. which will look just pretty in the flower garden, really. It's so good for them. you as well, if you just stir fry them or something, you yeah. don't overcook them. Yeah, these bean ones in here, um, I think we got some scents on last year and I did grow them. And, uh, the, what variety is that? That's the, the Guinness record. Ah, oh, yes, yeah, I remember seeing Lovely they were. Oh. And, and the snowdrift, they were mm. very, very so nice. So they really grow really long pods? Yeah, they really did and they were, they were you know, uh, really, really lovely. Mm. They'd be really flat. good for people who want to show. Yeah, great for a show. Bean, but the uh, python climbing bean, that was very prolific. You know, was it? It's got loads of fat, yeah. So quite, quite, quite good those beans from your mm. selection there. Yeah, both from Fothergills those ones. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Might have a go at um, there's some nice squashes in here as well. Nice pumpkin, pumpkin expert, which I might give a go. Up to nine kilos deep orange fruits, good for carving. So uh, yeah, I might give that a try, a traditional pumpkin. Didn't do so well with the squashes this year, I don't think the weather was no, quite... No, it wasn't, uh, a good, wasn't a good year for squashes, was it? No, certainly not in my garden. <laughs> Bit of a washout in here, just to get all, the temperatures. We've all got a plant of blackberry, um, black cascade, haven't we? Yeah, we have, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting plant, isn't it? I mean, I've never ever known a, black, um, a blackberry that you can grow in a pot or a hanging basket. Nice, no, interesting. Picture looks great. It's been growing like that. I know. Blackberry black. That's really unusual. Yes. What about this one? Strawberry just had cream. That's a novel oh, one, isn't yeah. it? Oh yeah. Now I've tried that. Tried yeah. That. Have you yeah. tried it that? Tastes one? lovely. Does yeah. it? Does it have? Is that one with uh, coloured flowers as well? Mm. Yeah, it's got lovely pink, pink flowers. flowers. Mm. Yeah, so it's really ornamental and uh, yeah, genuinely tastes really nice. So I've got a hint of the old alpine strawberries about mm. it. Quite a strong flavour. Never get anything like it in a supermarket. So. It's a good reason for growing your growing your own grow, home. And who's growing those ones? It's That's uh, Thompson and Morgan, that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So well yeah, worth looking out for. Mm -hmm. So 
So lots to choose from, lots of new mm. things to try. And then we're going to have to decide where to plant everything and sow everything. And of course, we've got a feature in the January issue on crop rotation, which is all about where to plant your crops yeah, one year and yeah. the following year putting them in a different place. The very reason for that is to try and um, avoid a lot of pest and disease buildup on your plot. So it helps to um, stop the weeds as well, doesn't it, building up? Um, Complicated though, isn't it? Crop oh, rotation. very, yeah. I yeah, won't pretend I've completely got the hang of it, even now. <laughs> 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 and on a small plot, it's even more difficult, isn't it? Because you've not always got the space to divide it up no. into three or four or even six beds. Um, so I tend to just have a, my best stab at it, really. And yeah, same here. Try yeah, not to grow. Sure. Just move things around try a little bit. A, Certainly not grow the same thing on the same piece yeah, of ground. for two years, mm. maybe. Yeah. 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 That's where you have to be very organised and remember where you've put everything. <laughs> yeah, I've got to keep well, that's where you, that's where you need to keep notes. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. But if you do want to go at it and want to know more detail, then we've got a very handy chart yeah. in the magazine this month, which uh, it's, uh, shows you how to divide up the different things that you're growing into, into families. Mm. Um, crops which are related so that you can help to try and avoid the diseases that are associated with them so perhaps splitting your plot up into four beds splitting the veg that you grow up into four groups according to the chart we've got here um, and one of the useful ones is, is to really and easy to remember is the pea family and the um, legumes and rennet beans and those beans if you follow those with the leafy crops because they produce um, nitrogen, fixed nitrogen in the soil and of course the leafy crops that follow it will really benefit from that so See, that's yeah, always yeah. a lot easier one to remember isn't it, that sort of uh, combination yeah. Keeping your carrots yeah. and your, your other roots separate so you, you can manure without them uh, forking yeah. Yeah, so you're not putting uh, putting your carrots into freshly manured soil or your parsnips, Tony that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yes <laughs> I don't know, might not be only guessing. Yeah, so useful there, and it, it does. It is a complicated subject, but I think it explains it really well. So, if you want to know more, do have a look in this month's issue. Well, we hope we've uh, given you a few insights into uh, what we've got this month. Um, we're off to hit the sherry and uh, <laughs> get get the cold meats on the go after Christmas dinner. And um, have I got to go out and clear more snow? You've got to go and clear yeah. more snow. God. Yeah, and dig yeah. your parsnips up. That's ready it. for Christmas dinner. Can't too ugly. We're going to stay here by the, <laughs> we're staying here by the wood burner. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks <laughs> <Drink> more. <laughs> so thanks very much for downloading the podcast and we hope you enjoyed it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 